Welcome to All Things Prophetic with Keith Ferrante. Get ready to learn about seeing in the Spirit, hearing God, partnering with angels, understanding dreams and visions, and most of all, how to honor the presence of Jesus so you can go higher into the heavenly realms. Here we go! Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? I don't know if it's morning in your part of the world. It's morning here. This is Keith Ferrante with All Things Prophetic. And I'm really excited about coming to you today. We're going to talk about how God speaks to us through numbers. Now, I just did a Facebook Live. I have a private Facebook group called All Things Prophetic as well, just like this podcast. But this is All Things Prophetic Facebook group live. You can go on that and you can sign up and you can get busted in there. We talked about numbers on there, but I'm going to talk a little more in depth about numbers here in these next few moments that we have together just to take it to another level. And so uh, I love how God speaks to us. You know, God does not speak to us just uh, through, you know, morphing us out of our body. And sometimes we think, well, when God speaks, you know, he spoke to the prophets. He just literally, you know, they're just at another level. They hear God and I can't hear God like them. And in my journey of learning the prophetic, that's how I was. I thought, you know, I mean, God was speaking to me, but I, I would always, you know, say, oh, that's something. But when God speaks, it's going to be, whoa, lightning, thunder, morphed out of my body. He's like, you know what? John 6, 36, Keith, you've seen me and you haven't believed. You know, I've been speaking to you through visions, through pictures, through numbers, you know, through smells, all sorts of stuff. And he began to teach me and he took me through scripture and he throw, showed me how the guys in scripture, they were hearing God and they were hearing God in, in number form. They were hearing God in, in lots of different things. And it's like, I always like to tether things, you know, to scripture. So I want to just jump right into that, uh, into the tethering point uh, of scripture. And then I'm going to get into a few of the other uh, of the things about wonderful things about hearing. Because I always like for us as prophetic folks to know, is what I'm hearing in God, is it biblical? Is the way I'm hearing biblical? Because that's a safety net for us. You know, there's several safety nets, but that's one of the good safety nets for us. And so I, I love the fact that even in scripture, you will find out that God speaks in numbers and there's some specific numbers. There's literally one of the fun ones is, is more is found in, um, I believe it's in the book of Matthew one uh, seventeen. There were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile of Babylon and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. So I just want you to see how God had actually a very specific numerology in how he was building his genealogy all the way up to Jesus. There was three sets of 14s. And so you can see in scripture that numbers and the timing of things, you know, is is very in, interesting. You know, there was the sons of Issachar who knew the seasons. They knew the time of season. So sometimes, that, now that's a little bit of a different subject than what I'm saying now, but I'm wanting to kind of tie in that maybe we don't always see something exactly like, hey, the, that, that prophet in the Bible, he kept seeing the number 1111 and he figured out what that meant. So I can, I can see 1111 and I can know what it means. We may not find it exactly like that, but we want to find the general framework, biblical framework that how we're hearing God is not anti-biblical you know, biblical, and it's definitely not against the theology of the scripture and those kind of things. I, I love there's some other places. Daniel, he was another exam, uh, example. Daniel 9, you know, Daniel understood from scripture according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet 
that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. So there was a time frame that Daniel understood the numbers. He understood 70 years would be a significant marker. So what did he start doing? He agreed with the word of the Lord about 70 years and he started praying. Daniel didn't just, he understood God was speaking about 70, 70 years, 70 years, and there would be a freedom that would come uh, after 70 years for Israel. And so at seven years, he began to partner. And that's how it is for us. If you just think, well, I keep seeing the number four, four, and I'm like, oh, what is that? Oh, that's whatever. And we just, that's pizza. That's just me. Why do I keep seeing that randomness? You know, we're going to miss it. But if we recognize, okay, what are you saying? Four, four, what is four, four? What is four, four? And we begin to seek out God. What are you saying? It's like Daniel. He understood from scripture, according to the word of the Lord, that 70 was significant. So we understand, okay, 4-4 four, four may be significant to me. What are you saying to me, Lord? And then, you know, like for me, 4-4 four, four is Philippians 4-4. Four, four. Rejoice, Lord, always again I will say rejoice. So it's like, you know what, Keith, you need to get some joy on today. And God speaks to me whenever I see 4-4. Four, four. It's a reminder to me, and I make it very personal, that I need to rejoice. I need to get my joy on. And so I don't just take it as a random thing. Oh yeah, it's, maybe it's just whatever I'm seeing. It. No, I take it as God Almighty, the King of Kings is actually speaking to me through numbers. He's causing them to be highlighted. Maybe I see it and I'm like, whoa, I'm reminded of maybe a, a previous encounter I had in the word Philippians 4.4 4, you know, or those kind of things. And so and then also, you know, there's other things in Scripture. What, what, was, what was seven so significant about in Scripture? Seven, you know, God made, God made days specific and the number of the days. So what was seven? It was the day of rest. On the seventh day, you're supposed to rest. You know, and there's something about resting on the seventh year. And there's, you know, and you look in Scripture, there's something about 50 on the 50th year, that's a year of jubilee. Everyone gets free, you know, that we're slaves. Every, you know, uh, debts are, are, are paid. There's jubilee, there's joy. So it's like you can see in scripture, there's, there's time, significant numbers, significant seasons, significant years, significant things. So we get a general idea through scripture that how I am uh, talking about God speaking through numbers is a biblical framework for us and it creates a safety for us. I, I, you know, another way, you know, God speaks through scripture is, is or through numbers is he does it very personally. You know, he is not a principle driven God. You know, some people have books and, and this number always means this and this number. And you hear someone, they say, oh, well, of course, the number eight means this. Well, yeah, there's some general numbers that we can say generally that number means this. But there's also God, God just likes, you know, uh, I think it's Matthew seven, where it says you prophesied in my name, you cast out devils in my name. I never knew you. That word knew is genosco. You didn't have, it means intimacy between husband and wife. You didn't have intimacy with me in the journey. You just learned a principle driven way to hear God, a technical, the tricks, the keys, the tricks of the trade, instead of like, when God, you know, instead of making it personal, God is not a principle-driven God. So sometimes the religious spirit wants to learn numbers. They want to learn how to prophesy. And you can feel like it's just religious. It's kind of like in a box. And God is so creative and so fun. And, you know, he can do things however he wants. And, you know, he can He can teach us new things. And, it's, and like I said, we're going to find the general framework of it in Scripture and amongst healthy leaders in our world to, to kind of bring a security that we're not getting off track. And, of course, that it fits into theology. You know, Jesus is the, you know, the Son of God and born of a virgin, you know, Virgin Mary. All those kind of things that we, we understand that, 
that they're not going to betray those kind of things. But we can have a lot more fun, and it's like, what does that number mean? And sometimes he takes us through this journey. Like for me, I went through this journey for for, for the number 58, like, you know, and of course, you know, you kind of figure out the first things. Okay, let's check out Psalms 58. Let's check out Isaiah 58. Of course, you can try to find numbers in Scripture, and that's wonderful. I love it when when God, like, speaks to me, in, you know, in, you know, the number is, is a Scripture. Like Psalms 91 generally to me means... Oh, you're my protection, Lord. Or him, him saying to me personally, Keith, I'm your protection. I am your shelter. I am with you. So whenever I see Psalms 91, I'm reminded of and I'm brought back to the security of God is with me. I'm under his shadow. Oh, he loves me. And I might go into Psalms 91 and redig into that actual scripture in that passage of scripture and refresh myself and encourage myself because I know God is reminding me I might be having some fear issues over my family's protection. So he reminds me that, you know, under the shelter, you know, uh, 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 no harm will come near your tent, you know, which is my family. And so I'm just like, oh, there you are, Lord. You're speaking to me. You're settling my fears. And so I love that. There's, there's, you know, he speaks to us in, in, in the numbers and we can find it in scripture and that is just so wonderful but then there's some specific things so like for me 58 so I was looking at Psalms 58 you know which is a good passage I was looking at Isaiah 58 it's a great passage but it's like it wasn't resonating with me like this is the now word you know we have the logos word which is the you know the the written word of God and then we have the rhema word and it's like man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that precedes it's the rhema it's the now word that precedes out it's coming out right now it's your daily word it may not be like three years from now as exciting as this day but god speaking it's you now you know maybe three years from now you'll remember back and it's like a memorial stone every time you see that word 58 now you you remember how you discovered what 58 meant and it was God speaking to you about this very specific thing in that season it's a memorial stone so the rest of your life 58 will still have a special place in your heart between you and God and your own walk, which I love that because he's so personal. There's general things that applies to everyone, but then there's specific things, you know, that is applying to us because he's a personal God. And he, you know, we want to prophesy, we want to hear God and it not be like, I don't know you. We want it to be like, yeah, we learned. This was all about learning about God. So he took me on this journey of 50, you know, 58, 58, 58. And, you know, there's a church called Expression 58, Sean Bolt's, you know, uh, church. I think he's turned it over to someone else, but that was his church. So I'm like, well, maybe it's about Sean Bolt. So I'm like, no, I didn't, didn't feel like it. I actually went to Expression 58. I drove all the way down to L.A. six hours away to just to discover, what are you saying, God? What are you saying? You're seeing 58. I'm seeing it on the clock. I'm seeing it here. I'm seeing it there. It's just like here and there for like a while. And I'm like, what are you saying? And then all this, you know, and I go to... Expression 58, and I actually meet a guy, a random guy, an usher, and his, you know, he's 58 years old, and I'm at Expression 50, and he probably, he says, I want to prophesy over you, and I wasn't expecting that, I was just getting greeted at the door, and he gives me this amazing word, which I've looked at over and over again for the last few years from this usher, is, you know, it was powerful, David, and I bless you, David, if, you know, if this ever gets back to you, it was an impactful word, but you know what, that was awesome, but that wasn't the end of my 58 journey, actually it was even deeper than that. Eventually, God, how it ended up was God showed me 58, there's 58 counties in California. And that's what I'm saying over you, Keith. I've given you an authority over California. I'm speaking to you about 
this, your personal authority, raise up the prophetic encounter, get the mountaintops in California, get the high places back, release prophets in California, in the media mountain, in Hollywood, in business arenas, in, you know, in all these different arenas, let, because California has a voice for the nations, just as much as your state has a unique voice for its sphere, there's a voice for the nations that California has, it's a prophet state, we want it back, and so it became a personal word for that season, and still for this season for now, so God can give you personal words, you know, uh, that speak to us. Like my son, he's, you know, 612 is, is very significant to him. And the Lord eventually showed him it was Ephesians 612. It's about putting on the armor every day. And so sometimes God can lead us and he can, um, number we'll just highlight as we're going through the day or on our clock, we continually see 1111, 1111. What is that? 1111 is driving me crazy. And you know what it is? It's like God hides his treasures you know, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of kings to search it out. So he's concealed it for you to find. It's like a hide and seek fun game. He wants you to press in and he's going to show you some things about himself. So don't like hold back and don't be like, you know, oh, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's like God is, he wants to know, do you want to know me? Do you want to know me? It's like Jesus spoke in parables because it's like the keys of the kingdom were given to those who were going to really press in. And so it's like who were going to really know him. So it's like for some, they might just be like, oh, you know what? That's that's not how God speaks. God doesn't speak that way. And they might discount it. And then there's others like Mary who treasured the, the word of the Lord in her heart. And she got entrusted with, you know, birthing the Christ you know, child right through her because she treasured the word of the Lord. So do you treasure the ways that God speaks? Because, you know, 1 Samuel 3, there were not, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. So sometimes people are like, well, the only way God speaks is through scripture. Well, let me just tell you this. The word of the Lord was rare. It wasn't the scripture that was rare. It was visions that were rare. That's how the word came. And so even in the New Testament, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, even through you know, the forefathers of the last 2,000 years, you'll see the ancient prophets and apostles of the last 2,000 years that they heard God in vision form. They saw a picture, a vision as a picture that flashed through the mind. And so it wasn't just scripture. Yes, scripture is the word of God. I love scripture. I love hearing God in scripture. You know, but I also, there's a very unique journey he has us all on. So sometimes God speaks to us through numbers in a very unique way because he's trying to teach us. You know, and yes, we can look at the books that number, you know, books that have numbers in them. And I love that. There's certain books that, you know, that are, that have some good numbers. And it's like generally five means grace and eight means new beginnings and, and seven means heaven and completion and two means unity and three means, you know, the, the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and, you know, the Godhead and 12 means government. And, you know, I love that. Those are great. That's awesome. You know, but then it's like God might be speaking to you 11 and you're like, well, I know the, you know, the, the number, you know, the meaning, the definition. And sometimes people make the numbers of, well, that's a bad number. That's the number of Judas. Listen, I feel like God is so much more redemptive than that, that yes, sometimes he could speak to that. But most of the time, the way the prophetic works, 1 Corinthians 14, is it's for comfort, encouragement, and evocation. So if you're like, here in 11, and you're like, oh, am I going to be the deceiver? Or, oh, that person's a deceiver. Now, God could use that in a word of discernment, but generally, it's more it's more, it's more encouraging, comforting, exhorting. So if he's like 11 or 11, 11, you know what? He started speaking to me and I heard this 11 from initially from Larry Randolph. He said 11 was Joseph. Joseph was the 11th, you know, uh, a son 
11 child of Jacob, and there was there was an anointing. And so whenever God started speaking to me at 11, and then he started speaking to me about 1111. And 1111 was very personal to me and my own journey, and it became the number of the prophets and the number of the prophetic. And so he would speak to me so often. Every time I checked the phone, it seemed like it was 1111 or I'd see something. And it's like he was talking to me about 11 because he was really like, Keith, I want you to raise up the prophets. I want you to, you know, and so... Yeah, that's personal to me, but you know, there's there's things in scripture where we can tie it together sometimes and where we search out scripture. Let's look at Hebrews 11, 11. Let's look at this, you know, and sometimes it, it, you're going to find it in there like 9, 11, 9, 11. I kept here 9, 11. And then the Lord's like Amos 9, 11. And you know, we had a big bombing on, you know, September 9, 11, you know, in 2001, years ago here in, you know, in America, you know, that was, a, that was a terrorist attack. But like the Lord spoke to me on 9-11, he's like, Amos 9-11, Keith, this is not about the terrorist attack. This is about restoring worship. Amos 9-11 is about restoring worship. And I've given you this calling, Keith, to worship. So, you know, so sometimes he gives us these numbers and yeah, we got to search them out. We find them in scripture. And then it's a tethering, it's a memorial stone where later on, uh, you know, anytime I see 9-11, I'm reminded of, I have a call to worship and to restore worship. And so, and or sometimes it's just like, hey, just worship right now. God's just giving me, he's speaking to me in that moment saying, oh, this worship. God loves to speak to us, not just, you know, in English, but in so many different ways that draws us in to a greater encounter with him. And so, you know, don't be, don't be stuck into, you know, like a religious, you know, principle-led form that everything has to mean. Like sometimes one in one season, a number, and I'll close with this, it's like 78. For a season, like God was saying 78. And so I'm like, I found out that was Psalm 78. And he was really talking to me about testimony. Keith, I want... Psalm 78 is about the men of Ephraim, though armed for battle, they turned back on the day of battle, they forgot the testimonies. And so God was teaching me, don't forget the testimonies. So whenever I saw 78, I would start reviewing the testimonies of God's faithfulness in my life to meet my need financially, with protection, with promotion, with, you know, whatever it was, with, with healings, you know, testimony miracles. And so that I would, I would encourage myself in the Lord. And he was saying, 78, remember the testimony, remember. And then, so that was awesome. But in another season, he started highlighting 78 and I, and I, and I'm like, I just didn't feel like it was, it was testimony in that season. So I, I, you know, one day it left off the page of me. It's like there's 78 times in scripture where reward is mentioned in one of the translations. Maybe it was King James or something. It's like 78 times in, in King James, the, 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 the word reward is mentioned. And, uh, and like I said, I may be off on what translation it is right now. I don't remember. But it, it left off the page. 78 is about reward. And God was speaking to me about that season, how you know he wants to bless those who earnestly seek him. He wants to reward them. And he was like, I want to reward you, Keith, but you got to believe I'm the rewarder. I'm a rewarder. So he was talking to me about reward. And so I went through this learning about reward. So don't be stuck. Sometimes God will give us in one season, it means this. In another season, it means something else. Yeah. And sometimes generally a number means the same, you know, five means this, but God could actually be speaking to someone else very personal about five. And it means something totally different to them personally, there was something very unique about it. So yes, God can speak to us in numbers in a very unique fashion. He can speak to us through scripture and numbers. And yes, I believe there's scriptural proof for numbers being a way that God speaks. And God is so unique. And I hope this, this All Things Prophetic podcast has been encouraging to you. I love getting to do this. Listen, I would love you to put a comment below this podcast or put it on my website 
you know, in, in the podcast section, this minister to me, Keith, you know, that way, you know, these, the podcast, you don't really know who's on there, who's listening. And I, and I just would love to just hear how you're thinking about this. And this is a blessing to you. So may you be blessed. May you have fresh encounters with the Lord. Uh, may you go to a new season. May you hear the Lord. May you realize he is talking to you. You're not missing out. You're, you're not missing it. And um, God is talking to you. You're not alone. And I just pray you would have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you through the numbers, and it would come alive to you in Jesus' name. Have a great day.